Hey, y'all, welcome back to the Late Night Vision Show. This is episode number 185, and uh, we have a show for y'all tonight. I am super excited about it, uh, but before I, you know, go ahead and give away the goodies and everybody knows what's going on, I'm going to bring in my co-host, uh, the world-famous Hans East Texas. Hans, what is going on tonight? World famous. There World you go. Famous. You know, this is the <laughs> second weekend of uh, rifle season down here in Texas. And I'm going to tell you uh, another unsuccessful weekend for me. Uh, sat in the stand for a long time. I'm going to tell you one thing, and I want to go way into the description here. Um, again, my uh, hunt got interrupted by having to go to the bathroom, leaving my stand <laughs> to go do a serious, take a serious bathroom break. And I'm convinced my gut will not allow me to be a great deer hunter. Sitting in the stand for that long, it's, it's just not going to happen. This falls so, under too much information. but uh, Exactly. Yeah, so my, exactly. I, if I ever wanted to be a professional, you know, famous deer hunter, it's never going to happen. I need to just stick to hunting at night in the woods where I can disappear for a few minutes, take care of business, and then get back to work and not spook <laughs> everything. But when you get out of your deer stand, you know, and at seven in the morning, seven. every deer within a a, mi- a a mile of you starts blowing, you there know, you at know. you. And, and so, anyway, I will never be a great deer hunter because of my gut. So well, that's the there may be some other story. reasons, but we'll just go with your gut. We'll we'll use my that gut excuse. will never yeah. love me. I just I, I don't know. I just sitting there and get too excited, and mm, yeah, I don't know. Just brother. everything's going. But anyway, I mean, we have a <laughs> we have a big show for y'all today. This is. Uh, well, we'll get all into it and talk more about it, but we've got the review, the official review uh, of the Envision Halo XRF. So uh, many of you will be saying to yourself, this scope has been out for a long time, uh, and that is true, and there's some reasons why we've we've had to delay this review, and a lot of it's just for having this thing in stock <laughs> and having it available. And it's still, I mean, it, with it being released as long as it has been released, it's still in huge demand. You can't keep them on the shelf. And well, let's, I'll, yeah, I'll kind let's of talk open about that. that. I mean, yeah. this is, uh, this is fall 2021 and I, and it's always say it's been around a long time. It, it hasn't been that long. I mean, it was, it was summer, you know, and this thing really started shipping and, uh, we'll tell you, this has been, an extremely popular scope. And I'm going to, you know, we kind of always give these caveats when we talk about expensive scopes. There's some guys listening to this going, you know, my truck cost as much as this scope. (sighs) And we know it's not for everybody, but I'm going to tell you for the guys who want the best of the best, the, the, the best scope they can get. This is their hobby. This is their passion. This mm-hmm. is maybe a business for them. This is a, a side gig. They're making money, uh, whether it's, you know, selling uh, pelts or whether it's, you know, hunting hogs or, or varmint hunting for, for farmers or people, whatever it is, uh, this is the best of the best. And so there's a lot mm-hmm. of guys that this is a tool to them, no different than a, you know, very expensive table saw or something to a carpenter. And so they yep. want this tool. And so it has been an extremely high demand. Um, it is the most popular model out of mm-hmm. all of the Envision Halo X models, you know. And uh, in just a minute here, we'll kind of, I'll mention some of those other models. But we have waited several months to do this review. And even tonight, we don't have one of these in front of us. Um, we have used this scope extensively in the field, uh, but we were... Uh, rushing some of that simply because we had so many people wanting these scopes that 
we really didn't want to take uh, and keep two of these for ourselves to use endlessly because it's just we, we couldn't. We, we've gotten yeah. so few and that they've all been pre-sold. Uh, we always take the first, you know, one or two mm-hmm. off the top. And uh, no different here, but it was like, we just couldn't keep them. And we have uh, held on for a very long time to our other, you know, Halo X models that, that we've used. And, you know, Hans has got review of the Halo X 50. Again, we'll talk about that a little bit more uh, in detail. But this XRF, the demand was just there. Guys were yeah. deposits waiting and, like, and still yeah. are. I mean, right now we yeah. still have guys yeah. waiting. And so it was like, we just cannot, in good conscience, keep the scope with guys begging and begging for it. So we've had to, you know, sell demos and do everything else and, and wait till the smoke clears and, and hopefully the the supply gets better. Uh, and then, you know, we'll have our own models to, to keep and to use. But so it is a little bit different. We're not going to have the, the scope in front of us uh, tonight just simply because of that. Yes, we've used it extensively yeah. in the field, uh, but it is, uh, we, we don't have one with us tonight because, again, right. we've gone several months down the road. We just had so many other scope reviews to do and planned. And the last thing I'll say is um, Hans will probably either show some footage in this uh, show. Uh, I'm putting him on the spot. I guess he might put some in here. Uh, if he does, that will be from the Halo X50 because, you know, he did a full review. You can go over to his YouTube channel. Uh, that's Hans ETX, H A N S E T X, and search for Halo X 50, 50. And that is the exact same scope as this scope minus the laser rangefinder. Range. So yeah. I'll tell you what, Hans, I know we didn't plan this and yeah. I'm just rambling, but I'm going to go real quick and explain these uh, three new. Halo X models, new for, for 2021. And we have the Halo X 35. And that unit is a uh, two and a half power base magnification. And uh, it's got, look, we'll, we'll get into the features and all that in a minute. It's got all the same features. Then we've got the Halo X 50, which is a three and a half power um, the Halo X 50 is, is basically $8,500. The Halo X 35, $7,500. And then we've got the Halo X um, RF. I couldn't say the word. XRF. And that's for the laser rangefinder. That's the scope of review tonight. That's the $9,500. So $75, $85, This is the creme de la creme. This is the, uh, the top of the line. This is the Cadillac, the Escalade, the whatever you want to call it. This is it for the thermal and night vision hunting world. Yeah. Well, you're exactly right. And you talked about when the smoke settles. It is not settled yet because we still have people on back order lists, even though we've sold every... We have pre-sold every single one that we've ever gotten and never been, had one sitting on the shelf. Yeah, it's so been crazy, <laughs> it's crazy, very, crazy. It is crazy. Um, I mean, it just uh, shows yeah, you how and, great. And I want to be clear too. I mean, we've been getting these things, guys. I mean, it's not like mm-hmm. you know we've gotten one here and two there. They've been coming in, but it's just a a super high demand. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we've got more coming. I mean, we've got a a, a you know allocation uh, coming for you know the next month and the next month out so anyway if y'all are interested in any of this stuff whether it's the xrf whether it's any of the other envision products give hans or i a call yeah. uh, you can call us at outdoor legacy at 877-350-1818 you can go to the website 
OutdoorLegacyGear.com. But really, if you want to know uh, more about any of these optics or any other night vision or thermal, call us. Mm -hmm. We can walk you through it. We can explain how things compare and what they do and more about the features and that sort of thing. Uh, And we can also give you ETAs and wait times. And you never know. I mean, sometimes we may say, hey, wait a minute, we got a shipment coming in in a week tomorrow, you know, whatever it is. Never know. Don't don't always make an assumption that it's going to take you months to get something. You know, holler at us and, and we'll be glad to to help in any way. But Hans, let's get into the review of one of the most exciting scopes. I want to go ahead real quick. We always say we're going to do this up front and we forget, (laughs) but uh, we'll put some links in the description below. So if you're here and you're ready to just, you know, see what we think about it, the specs versus our overview versus all those things, uh, Hans will put some links down below in the description and, uh, you know, you can go down there right now and, and see the different, basically, sections of the review. Uh, if you want to see every single bit of it and not miss a minute of it, then just forget about those and just sit back and watch the show. All right. So, yeah, and, and I want to, like Jason said, there's going to be some uh, Halo X50. So he did create more work for me, but he did give me a plug on my YouTube channel That's for right. my Halo X50 cool. review. So it, although creating more work for me on editing this podcast, he did give me a plug. So I'll, I'll accept that as a, right. as an offering. So well, and the, <laughs> I the, the reason it. I'm saying this is, is because I had some XRF video and I have no idea where it is. So that's why I didn't, I <laughs> yeah. didn't want to admit but that uh, I, I yeah. got to dig through my computer and, and in the, but, piles of thermal mm-hmm. footage and see if I actually tagged it correctly. And so I figure it's safer to just let Hans pull it up and hope his, <laughs> his organization is better than mine. <laughs> exactly. So the you're right. The Halo X50 and the XRF picture image is exactly the same. The scopes are almost identical, except the XRF has a laser rangefinder. So getting jumping into the specs of the Envision Halo XRF, the the king of of thermal scopes in our market, at least. Uh, this is a 640 by 480 thermal core resolution. This is the BAE, the famous BAE thermal core uh, with the thermal, uh, you know, BAE thermal sensor on it. So you know, everybody's heard of BAE and and uh, the quality of this, uh, you know, American-made thermal core. A lot of people talking about. American-made products, and you know, the, obviously, some of them want to focus on that and and get something American-made. This is it, um, you know. So this is uh, they tout it as an American-made optic, and it surely is. So 640 by 480 BAE thermal core. It is a 12 micron, 60 hertz refresh rate. It does have a 50 millimeter objective lens, and it is a fixed focus. So Jason can explain that a little bit more when we get into the walk around. But it does have an eyepiece diopter focus. So if you wear corrective lenses, glasses, uh, if you get bad eyes, uh, you can uh, you know uh, adjust the optical lens on that or on the eyepiece diopter focus to help you with that. Um, it starts out on three and a half power, and we can also talk about that too later. Little. A little later on, Jason, sure. where we think, uh, you know, it may be more towards the three power, maybe not as high as three and a half, or maybe everybody else is wrong, but, but compared to some other three, three power scopes, it may not be exactly 3.5. Um, it does have an OLED display. So OLED display, uh, I'm sorry, I should go back. It has an eight times digital zoom starts on a three and a half power. Uh, it takes two of the 18650 batteries. So this is a new feature like Jason uh, talked about on the the Halo X models. It does have rechargeable batteries. 
an awesome setup. Takes two 18650 rechargeables. You can find these anywhere. They're inexpensive. I tell people you can buy a whole pocket full of them, take them out in the field. But two of them that will power this scope. Oh, gosh. When we tested it, Jason, it was, what, over nine hours when we uh, tested it, It was right? a super long time. I mean, yeah. very, very long battery life. I was very impressed with it. Right, exactly. So, um, it, you know, other things they talk about uh, as far as um, – you know, the, the manual, it does have a manual nuke. So if people are questioning that or want to understand a little bit what that means, we can talk about that too. But uh, manual recalibration process. They say that the detection range is over 2,000 yards, 2,020 to be exact. Uh, Envision lists their specs as far as recognition range at 726 yards and ID range at 380 uh, Jason and I spoke about that before the show, and he said, I could recognize my wife. <laughs> if you lined up three you know, ladies at 380 yards, I could tell you which one was my wife. It's, uh, it's yeah, that, those, those numbers are way off. We'll talk more about that. I mean, it's yeah. w- way off as in way too conservative. Way even that's even more conservative. These numbers are to the right of Jason when it comes to conservative IVD ranges. So and if, that, if that's I'm even as possible, far right as you can get. So. <laughs> exactly, exactly. The weight on it forty one point five ounces, uh, and the size is about almost nine inches long. Um, you know, four inches in diameter. So um, you know, I guess pretty as far as length, pretty standard. That's a pretty standard length in our in our industry, but. Uh, anyway, uh, Jason's going to be doing the walk around now. Uh, like we spoke about before, <laughs> we're going to be showing pictures of this. So if you want to see this, check out the scope. If you've never seen it before, hop on over to your YouTube channel, watch the video on there. You can kind of see some of this and, and see a little bit of footage uh, of what to expect when you're, when you're checking out these uh, through yeah. the optic video. Exactly. So, yeah, let's do this quick walk around of the scope. I mean, it's very simple. There's really not much to show here. Uh, and that's a good thing. I mean, it is just a simple to use, uh, easy unit. So, you know, starting at the rear of the scope, there is the rear diopter focus, as Hans said. Basically, all you're doing is you're focusing the screen to your eye. So, uh, some people are like, well, I still don't know what that means. Well, if you've never used a thermal or night vision optic, just think of it like this. There is text on the screen, okay? So whether it's numbers, letters, the menu, whatever, you are focusing that screen to your eye. And like Hans said, everybody's eyes are different. You may have glasses, you may not, you may need glasses, whatever. You just focus that in until it's nice and crisp for you. But right. moving all the way forward, you will notice there is no front Focus. Now, this is something I'll go ahead and, and just jump into real quick and, and you know, get it out of the way, uh, because a lot of times when we talk about less expensive scopes and we say, oh, man, it's a fixed focus, that's a negative thing. Um, we've always said with these super high end optics, mm-hmm. um, you know, Envision and some of these super top end manufacturers have got some mojo, uh, some juju, <laughs> something figured out. And the way they do this, I have no idea. But even mm-hmm. with a fixed focus lens, they're actually able to yeah. uh, whip the competition a lot of times, or all the time, I should say, speaking about this optic, uh, even optics that, again, have a focusable lens. So you do not have to worry about focusing it. Uh, Envision has handled that for you, and it is fantastic. Um, Mm -hmm. But moving back again, 
if we go over to the left hand side, you can see there, there is this sort of an oblong box sticking off there. And, and in the case here of this XRF, you've got the actual laser rangefinder that is in front of this box. Again, this, this box and this laser rangefinder are permanently attached to the scopes, nothing that you can take off. And then what you will see behind there in this box that I'm talking about, that's actually the battery compartment. And facing the rear of the scope is uh, the, the uh, I want to say lid, but battery cap, whatever. It's got a thumb screw in it. You take that out. Um, it is magnetic. So when you start pulling that slowly out, it will be holding both of those 18650 batteries that they mm -hmm. lay perfectly, you know, horizontal uh, side by side uh, or, or on top of each other, but beside the scope, I'm trying to say. So you pull mm -hmm. those things out and that's how you'll replace those. And you can get that uh, lid screwed down tight there. Again, fully waterproof, nothing to be concerned about there. Now, moving up to the top of the optic, you'll see that it's got the very familiar, um, you know, what we call a five button layout. I always want to refer to it as like a remote control on a, a, a TV remote or something. It's very familiar to you. You've got up, down, left, right, and a center button to select. Very easy. So that's the general walk around of this optic. Also, I should mention right up here on the top, uh, there is a external USB uh, port. It's a female port mm -hmm. to plug in a USB cable. It's got a rubber cover that you can press in there again to keep it sealed and waterproof when you're not using it. That would be if you wanted to use external power for some reason. I don't think you're going to want to do that uh, unless you're just in some kind of a bind because of these 18650s and the long battery life. And then also uh, that is another way that you can, you know, uh, connect that to your computer and pull off, you know, videos that you've recorded there. Uh, I don't know if you mentioned this, you probably did Hans, but I mean, I, if you didn't, I don't know, I probably fell asleep during your rundown of the specs, but this scope, uh, does have like all the other halo X's, it does have internal audio and video recording as well as a streaming function to smartphones and tablets, and that is really what sets the Halo X's apart from mm -hmm. any other um, high, high-end optic like this. Um, we're going to go into a little bit more. I think there's some other things, image quality and things that really set it apart as well, but the fact that it does have uh, you know, mm -hmm. video recording. And again, these removable batteries and all this jazz, that's just something that, that, uh, the competition, you know, in, in this elite category doesn't have. Yeah. And we can name really uh, their, when you think of Envision, their biggest competitor that, you know, when you say Envision, a lot of people will also mention Trigicon in the same sentence. Yep. Uh, but their biggest, you know, their main competition, I would say would, would, yeah. would be Trigicon and their Envision is doing, things that Trigicon um, is not. And they're, I mean, every couple of years there, well, you know, Envision now with their Halo line, uh, gosh, they're just, they've improved it vastly with the, with the Halo X's and, you know, adding rechargeable batteries and adding internal video and audio recording is something that uh, I know the market wanted. Uh, and I know that they, yeah. you know, the market expects these type of features, especially to be on a $9,500 scope. But um, yeah, I mean, they've, they've done something that, their main competition um, has not done yet, and, it and is. really, it's it's pushed them. It's pushed them very far past them. 
It, it really has. And this is nothing against Trigicon. We've said before, they're a good company. And, and we keep hoping that this extreme competition that has, has actually bypassed them will, will push them on to, to do more. But so far, we haven't seen that. And I think that uh, there's really, in my opinion, there's no debate anymore. I mean, we're mm -hmm. talking about if you want to, when somebody says, hey, what's the, the elite, you know, thermal optics? Envision. I mean, that's it. Yeah. I mean, and and, yeah, yeah. and it's 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 image quality. It's warranty. Uh, it is. I mean, all these things. Again, we're going to kind of get into in our overall thoughts. I guess we're doing it now, but it's it's warranty. It's image quality. It's features. It's it's it. I mean, they've they have put the total package together, yeah. and the the market spoke and Envision answered. I mean, this is one of the things. Mm. You know, I remember sitting down with the owners of Envision about what was that two years ago, three years ago, whenever that was at, at shot show mm. Hans and I sat down with them and they're like, what would y'all really like to see out of our optics? Well, I grant it. I mean, Hans and I were, we're probably the hundredth people they'd ask. And we we're probably the hundred and first yeah. who said, uh, we'd like to see video recording, you know? And at the time we thought it was impossible to be done, uh, with these BAE sensors mm -hmm. and, and to keep this image quality and all, but Hey, um, you know, they, 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 they listened and they did it and it's absolutely phenomenal. And then this specific optic, they have gone ahead and, and added that laser rangefinder. And so, um, you know, guys that are out here seriously coyote hunting, uh, or, you know, maybe long range hog hunting, but it's, you know, mm -hmm. most of the time, these guys that are really, really concerned about this are going to be the coyote hunters, the varmint hunters, the small game hunters, and, and they're in big fields and they want a laser mm -hmm. range finder and all the bells and the whistles. And if you want it, I mean, they have got it here. Now, Hans, I'm going to roll on into this here. We can discuss talking about these ID ranges. Um, kudos to, uh, you know, Envision for, uh, you know, being conservative, but they have way undershot what Hans and I would call the real ID range. And I'm sure they've got a, a very uh, conservative mm -hmm. definition and what this means. But I can tell you that, uh, you know, three, 400 yards, whatever they're calling it for, for identification. Uh, again, uh, I'm sure that meets some definition they have. But for me, uh, I don't know how far it is because I can't get on a field big enough that I can't <laughs> ID something. I mean, yeah. it is a very, very long ways. I don't know what yeah. we said on the Halo X 50s on that review. I mean, we probably, same kind of deal. We're going a long, long ways. Well, but I mean, five, five 600 yards, I think, is is just no problem. Yeah. And they they have their recognition. I guess we'd have to find out what they define as recognition mm -hmm. range and identification range. But their recognition range they have listed at 726 yards. I think yeah. that's pretty close to their ID range because I know I've I've got a, a place where I can go and see 800 yards and and um, I can see deer and cows and stuff like that, and it can clearly tell the difference between the two at that range. Now you're talking yeah. about several hundred pound difference, but I could also see coyotes, yeah. uh, you know, at that distance and be able to tell. So, I mean, it's going to be close to that 700 yard range, uh, six, yeah. 700 yards, maybe a little bit further in some conditions, but mm -hmm. this one, this scope right here, I think of all the scopes that we reviewed is going to have the longest ID range uh, of any, um, 
scope that we reviewed. But I, no that, longer that I, than the X50. We need to be fair there. I mean, that's that's no longer. No, it's than, the same. The, yeah, it's the, the same, same as the Halo X50. Same picture. Uh, yeah, yeah, same, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, these two, by far, there's nothing mm. I think that's that's going to be you know as, as far as these. Now this is it. I mean, with yep. without a doubt. And again, we'll be clear. I mean, we always like to add these caveats. We are not suggesting that you're going to buy this scope and you're going to go shoot seven, eight hundred yards. Uh, we don't know that that's even, uh, you know, a reasonable thing to do most of the time at night, depending on what you're hunting, where you're hunting, whatever. But uh, you are going to be able to look out there and have a darn good idea of what's coming in and, yeah. uh, you know, see it out there. And so uh, there's it's yeah. really good. It is. And, and I will say if we sell a lot of these XRFs, but a lot of them to people in South Dakota, uh, oh. Wyoming, uh, Montana is guys that are hunting long, long distances that can see literally for a mile. It I mean, is. and, and they can see stuff coming or in further. in a lot of cases. Yeah, or yeah. And you know, those guys, I mean, they're, in, they're IDing at stupid ranges just they because are. they can see so far. And, and we would never want to, uh, let them take control of this section of the review because they would probably say it's double what we say it is. But, <laughs> the, right. but these are guys that are are hunting uh, at very very long ranges. We can talk about the need for a laser rangefinder, and, and we can probably clear this up pretty quickly. You know, mm-hmm. deciding between the Halo X50 or the XRF. Obviously, the XRF has a laser rangefinder. The X50 doesn't, but it's completely. Uh, you know, they're they're the same scope. Minus the laser range finder with the X50. Same picture. Um, here's the thing. And I, this isn't, we didn't talk about this before the show, but I, I do want to answer this because a lot of people ask, do I need a laser range finder? My quick answer, and you can say if it's different than yours, if, if having, if knowing the exact range makes you a more confident shooter, then by all means, um, you, you should have a laser range finder. And that, that is true if you are, a hog hunter shooting 100 yards or a coyote hunter shooting 400 yards. A lot of people, though, it's a confidence thing, you know, confidence with your shot. You know, if you don't feel comfortable with your shot, you're probably going to not going to be able to make a good shot. So if it makes you a more confident shooter by having a laser rangefinder, I would definitely suggest it. If you are hunting in new properties quite often and you don't get to, a chance to go and see it during the day, I would definitely think about taking a, you know, having an optic with a laser rangefinder like the XRF. And if you hunt in properties where there are not a lot of reference points that you can see during the day, like trees, a barn, whatever. I mean, some of these guys that are hunting, yeah, fence roads. Some of these guys are hunting in places where they can't see a tree anywhere in a field that they're at, you know, and they can see for a mile and there's no tree. There's no reference points. Thermal, uh, as everybody knows, you have a difficulty with depth perception and judging distance. So if those three, if you kind of qualify for those three criteria, then you should consider an optic like the XRF that does have the laser rangefinder minus, you know, the, the Halo X50 that doesn't. So I wanted to throw that out there real quick and yeah, I, I, I share, agree. Share my thoughts Spe- on that. Speaking of the, the laser rangefinder, I think also, you know, this is important to mention because one of the questions comes up is how does it work? And you know, you can actually, uh, you know, the, the, the laser range finding box comes up on the screen and it is there beside your reticle. So you can actually shoot while the laser range finding box is up. Uh, some right. scopes don't operate that way. Some scopes, you know, when you turn the laser range finder on, the crosshairs temporarily go away or whatever. That's not the way this is. You can mm-hmm. range 
while you have your crosshairs, you can put it in a scan mode where it's, you know, constantly scanning and giving you the range of everything that the little range finding box is on. Um, or uh, again, you can just put it for like a, you know, you press the button and it sends a laser out and, and back. Mm-hmm. Um, it is uh, extremely accurate. One thing people ask me, they say, how far can I range with this? And right. the answer, in my opinion, I mean, we're, we're not talking about, you know, how far is the laser, you know, scientifically. Yeah. Really, it's how steady you can hold it. And so if you get this thing out of your truck and you go out there freehand and you're trying to range a, a coyote or a deer or a hog or whatever it is you're trying to tree and it's at 500 yards and you're holding this thing up freehand, you're probably not going to be able to put a needle on that animal. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're going to need to be in a tripod or on a rest mm-hmm. or on a bench or in a stand. You know, I mean, it's, right. it's just common sense, but a lot of guys don't think about that. They're like, oh, well, I didn't, you know, you're right. I, I've got it's to true. be able yeah. to be rock steady. And so yep. uh, I think it's a very long ways. I think you can range further than you're going to shoot if you're on a good rest. And I would say a rest, mm-hmm. a good tripod, a good, solid, right. steady tripod. I don't know that that means, I mean, I think that's going to be something you're going to lock in on. Um, if you're mm-hmm. just using something with a yoke on it where you're just resting it on there, you're still going to be able to range a long ways, but probably not as far as if you've got a very, very solid rest and take out a lot of your shaking and your movement. But uh, yeah, I cannot say enough good things about the laser range finder and the way that it works. One thing I think I will mention is that I've had this come up not just with the XRF, but with some other brands recently. And, you know, it, it's kind of an aha moment for a lot of guys, but they'll be like, you know what? It was kind of foggy the other night, or it was misting mm-hmm. pretty heavy, or, you know, just that sometimes, you know how it's, it's that mist in the air that it doesn't really feel like it's even raining, but it's just in the air. You're going to have a hard time in those kind of nights. And it's not just with this unit. It's with anything that's got a laser in it, period, Mm -hmm. because that laser beam is going to go out and and hit that and and try to bounce back. And it's not going to know what to do. So normal conditions, you should not have any kind of issues. But, you know, fog, uh, you know, again, heavy mist, that sort of thing in the air. Yeah, it's going to cause a problem and it's going to cause a problem with any laser on anything. So. Just, just seems seems logical, but I had some guys call me. They're like, "I never thought about that," but I think that's what's going yeah. on. I was like, "Yeah, yeah that's a good it. point." So definitely a good yeah. point, and and, and definitely uh, a good point about trying to hold that thing steady. It is, yeah. uh, it'll ID longer than you can hold it steady, especially how small an object is yeah, that far will. away if you're trying to. But I think they say it's accurate out to a thousand yards, so if you can hold it yeah. very, very steady. So, yeah. Well, you know, I, I want to just talk briefly here. Um, uh, you know, we've already just been kind of just, I'd say this is kind of rambling a little bit about this, going over the things, hitting the high points we think are really important. Um, I, I think most guys that are going to buy a scope like this have already got a very good idea before they even watch this review of kind of what it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're watching this review and you don't know what the image looks like, you don't have any clue. You, you know, you probably got some more research to do. I mean, most guys that and I'd, I'd say you need to call us, you need to talk to us or, or you know, somebody else and, and get a good idea more about this scope and other scopes and how it really compares. Because uh, at this point, most guys that are really looking to buy 
a $9,500 scope, um, they're familiar with what the image quality is going to be. Right. I mean, a pretty darn good idea. And so... Yeah, there's uh, not too many guys calling up and saying, hey, what do you have in the $9,500 range? No, they, they know <laughs> they what call, it is. When and, they and call, they, they're asking specifically for it. That's you know? exactly right. <laughs> that's exactly. So um, I think that uh, this scope you know, in particular, I'm going to say is we've already said it's good for the coyote hunter. It's good for the, the varmint or small game hunter. Um, hog hunters, we got guys that really aren't shooting over 200 yards, but then they don't care. It's like, hey, I, I want the image quality. I want a little yeah. extra magnification and I'd like to have the laser range finder. So go for it. I mean, if it's in your budget, yeah. uh, I mean, there's a lot of guys that simply will say, hey, the X50 is, you know, 8,500 is a thousand bucks more give it to me. I mean, they, they want it. They don't yeah. mind spending the extra money They'd rather have the laser range finder and not need it than, than wish they had it. So again, that's, that's up to you there, on that. I know the, Hans the new, XRF, yeah. the XRF has been an easier sell than the X 50, which baffles me because me you know, it's a thousand dollars more, but you people <laughs> that XRF people just want it. And, they and, uh, they, they're, those things fly off the shelf faster than any of the other halo uh, halos are falling yeah, flying off it, the shelf it's crazy it really is it's, crazy. it's been been crazy now hans mentioned this earlier we said we we're going to get around to this and i don't want to beat the dead horse here if you've watched any of our envision reviews we always bring this up we just think it's something that needs to be noted um, we feel like uh compared to um other brands uh often that the envision uh, magnifications are a touch high by about a half a power um, mm -hmm. that's, that's, we've said the same thing about some of the Trigicons. And I, so I think that's, they're, they're basing their magnifications on this same Trigicon scale, but comparing to other brands, uh, I think that the, the magnifications that you're going to find on these halos are going to be about a half a power more. I would consider this, uh, much closer to a three power mm -hmm. that other brands will have. Now, um, I, I think it's fair to say maybe Envision um, is right and the world's all wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Exactly. I don't really yeah. care. But what I do care about is that I just want a guy to understand that because I've had some guys like, man, you know, I've got a three power scope right now. Maybe it's a, you know, whatever, a Pulsar, an IRA, whatever. And I'm looking at this Envision and I love three power, but man, I don't want any more. I mean, if I get more, I'm afraid it's going to be too much. And, right. and I'm like, it's not. If you're happy with three power, then you're going to like yeah. this scope. And and so I would say the same thing again, as we mentioned about, you know, the Halo X35. I'd say that's closer mm -hmm. to two power than two and a half. So mm -hmm. just something to keep in mind. It's not, and, and we've seen this for years. You can line up three or four or five scopes that all say they're two power or three power. And there's going to be a yeah. variation between them yeah. all. I mean, there's no question. We just like to, to bring that up. But uh, so again, uh, I don't always want to just going back real quick and I'll finish on this. I don't want to always peg this as the coyote hunter in North Dakota, you know, in the Midwest, in Wyoming, uh, the guy, you know, talk to a guy today, he's in, uh, Minnesota hunting section roads. I didn't even know that Minnesota was sectioned up there in places. So, you know, one mm. square mile, 640 acres, he's talking about pulling up at a four way intersection He's got thousands of acres to hunt, getting out of his truck, standing on the running board and looking 365 degrees and basically mm -hmm. looking 
a mile in each direction. And I'm like, if I pull up to a four-way crossroad in East <laughs> Texas and I get out and do a 360, I'm going to see the brush and the privet hedge and the green briars and the pine trees that have grown up on all four corners of those old fence rows. And I'm going to see about 20 yards. That's it. So that's exactly uh, right. It's very, very different. Uh, I understand Mm -hmm. that. But again, uh, there are guys who maybe aren't hunting like that, but they still want uh, a little more magnification and they want a laser range finder and they want the the best of the best image quality. And I think this is it. So Hans, let's do this. We, we never like to finish a review without, you know, giving a list of what we like, which we've been doing Mm -hmm. that for 30 minutes now, but we also like to try to pick things apart. If there's anything that we would change, uh, you know, if we can find something that's not our favorite or not our preference or what we'd like to see in the future, what, what are your thoughts here on this scope? Uh, you want me to get my likes and then yeah, my dislikes? Yeah, give whatever or? you like. Okay. Dislike. Well, tell me what you think. Sounds good. So I'm going to say something that, that you didn't mention that I think is fair to, to, to talk about. The video quality is amazing. The, yeah, the video, cause a lot of people ask, well, you know, is the video that you see on the internet, is it close to what you see through the scope? Yes. The picture quality, the video quality is very comparative to what you see through the scope, but the video, video quality. And I really, the audio to me sounds great. It's, um, uh, you just have to hear if, if you mm-hmm. watch the Envision videos, the XRF videos online, you'll see what I mean. The, uh, the audio sounds perfect on it. Um, you know, obviously the picture quality is a big deal, uh, the best in the industry, but the rechargeable batteries, I said, you know, 18650s, the fact that they went with 18650 batteries and didn't come up with some proprietary battery or that just shows you they're in the scope business. They're not in this accessory right. business. They just want to build the best scope and kudos to, to Envision for doing that. 18650s, find them anywhere. They last a long time. That's a big deal. Obviously, the video recording is a big deal. Huge likes. The, our favorite American defense manufacturing comes with a locking quick-release mount. Uh, so, uh, we, man, those a lot of companies using ADM right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, AGM's using them. I mean, there's so many companies using American defense, and they're a great company. Um, you know, I, I would say the only dislikes that I have after, you know, with a long, long laundry list of likes Um it's it's a little big. It's forty one ounces. Uh, they've had to stick a lot of components on there. It's got a battery pack now. Uh, you know that the sticks off on the side. It's got the laser rangefinder box on it. So it's a little bulky. It's a little big. Um, that that and maybe you know just the fact that you got to close the lens cap. And I say it every time. People get tired of it. I'm sure. Got to close the lens cap to to recalibrate or refresh nuke the screen. Those are the only two things. This it's, is a fantastic scope, though. It's funny I mean, because I was sitting here and I was scratching some notes, and every time I'd scratch something, oh, I gotta say, you said it. I was like, <laughs> ADM, <laughs> all these things, and then I was oh, like, yeah. okay, I'm gonna talk about the calibration. Then you talked about the calibration. <laughs> so you you took my list as I was scratching down. I think there's two more things that I I would say. Uh, on the the positive side, it, maybe you mentioned in your your very very long glowing list there, but um, one I think is uh, I do like the manual. Uh, they they put oh, a manual yeah. in the box that yeah. that explains uh, n- not necessarily even what things are, but there's some settings that are different in this scope that you're not going to find in a lot of lesser brands. Mm-hmm. And 
you know what? I don't care what they are, but what I right. like is they tell me where the recommended, you know, uh, setting is. So it needs to be between four and six or whatever. Well, that's great mm-hmm. because, you know, I know some guys, they like to get in there and what I call coon finger stuff. They want to press every <laughs> button. And if, if Envision says it needs to be between four and six, they want to be at 46 because that's <laughs> totally different. And then they're going to call and go, man, I don't know why this looks so bad. I'm like, well, have you done where they suggested? Well, no. <laughs> okay, we'll try that. Yeah. Well, man, it looks like a million bucks. Well, exactly. Trust yeah. them. They know what they're doing. So I do like that they, they give you all the suggestions. And, you know, it's again, if you want to change it, you like something better, uh, go for it. Um, but yeah. I like that customer service. I mean, this is a five-year mm-hmm. warranty scope, and their turnaround time is going to be very good. I mean, they take care of their customers. And so if you have a problem with the scope, this is what they're here for. This is what you expect when you buy a very expensive scope. Uh, you you don't want to buy one of these scopes uh, that is is, you know, the top of the line, the top of the industry, and get, you know, cruddy customer service and you're not going to get that i mean envision is very responsive uh a a very good company and i had a guy tell me the other day we were kind of talking about this and he said well if i spend ninety five hundred dollars i should never have a problem with my scope and i said it is none of my business what your truck cost (laughs) i said yeah but i said my truck was in the shop last week yeah (laughs) exactly i said but if you go buy a brand new truck I said, and it's crazy to say, but new trucks now cost what, you know, twice what my first house cost. And I said, you can drive that truck off the lot and you can have a problem tomorrow. And they don't even act like they really care. You know, they're not even going to apologize about it. I said, so uh, these are electronics. Yes, things can happen. But the good thing is, is that, you know, you do have the customer service in place there. So that's a big mm-hmm. deal. Really like that. Again, five-year warranty, fast turnaround times um, on the, the you know, repair or the replace, whatever they're going to do for you. Um, I think if you ask me the negatives, uh, you know, what could it be? I think you said it, you know. I mean, obviously, we'd love to have a an automatic calibration, um, you know, or a semi-auto where you didn't have to close the lens cap, you know. It's, it's, we're used to it on these scopes. I overlook it because they've done so many other good things like the video recording mm-hmm. and the 18650 batteries. Um, I, I totally get it. It's, it's, it's okay with me. Um, I do. I think the size is a little big, but that's okay. I mean, I, it's, it's not crazy big uh, for what it is. And I really, I can't come up with negatives for this scope and and you know other than those few little things the menu system is simple it's easy it's well laid out you get into it and things are are, i mean it's not one of these like you know you you get four levels deep and you don't know what you're doing it's not like that i mean it's a simple to use Mm -hmm. optic uh it's it's surprisingly easy for as good as it is so anyway with all that said uh this is a heck of a scope. And I'm going to go ahead and say this. There's going to be um, a lot of people that are underwhelmed this year when we start doing our, uh, you know, um, best of series for 2021 <laughs> because uh, they're, they're probably already going to mm-hmm. know where we're going to rank uh, this scope specifically. Uh, but it, it is, it is, uh, if you're looking for the best of the best, uh, this is the scope to go to. 
you never know. Manufacturer could come out with something and, you know, slip it in right before the end of the they, year. They better get you know, to slip it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if y'all are interested in purchasing the Envision Halo XRF, I've, I know we've talked about availability, um, but we are taking uh, back orders for these. And actually, uh, the inventory has gotten or our allocations and our shipments have gotten better here recently. Yeah. So. Uh, if and you're interested in this, yeah, I'll just say ahead. real quick, and I'll, I'll quit button in. But we're also recording this in you know November, right before Thanksgiving for 2021. Yeah. You may be watching this a year from now. You may be watching yeah. this six week in six weeks. A ton can change in six <laughs> days. A ton can change. So yeah, so, don't don't talk, don't take what we're saying right here in mid November 2021 to be you know gospel for for next week even so anyway that's a good point i had somebody comment on one of my videos and i had to go back and look i was like man that's for three years ago that scope <laughs> yeah, is not no. even around anymore so yeah right. um, anyway the the point of all of this is if you want to know more about the xrf if you possibly want to order the xrf give us a call 877-350-1818 you can find it on the website along with every other night vision and thermal scope that we've talked about on this uh podcast at OutdoorLegacyGear.com. That's OutdoorLegacyGear.com. You can find out um, more stuff about Outdoor Legacy by visiting all the socials on Facebook, Instagram, and on YouTube. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Hans ETX. That's H-A-N-S-E-T-X. And also on YouTube. I uh, also do all the reviews, um, hunting videos over there, Hans ETX on YouTube. You can find it there. But if you want to find more past episodes of the Late Night Vision Show, Jason, it amazes me how people call and they will say, I listen to all your shows or I listen every, you know, every week on the way to work. Or if I'm on a road trip, I'll just binge listen to all these shows. I'm like, man, there's a hundred other things that I've probably listened <laughs> yeah. to other than myself. But right. I, we appreciate it because obviously people love this industry. You love a night hunting just as much as we do, but you can find all of our past episodes, episodes at the late night vision show.com. Got them all listed there. Uh, and go check them out. All right, folks, we do appreciate you watching this review and uh, we appreciate the support that you have given us through this show. Uh, as we are getting ready to wind down 2021, which seems weird to say, uh, but we are. There's yeah. only a few short weeks left. We are beginning to start our best of series, and we've mm -hmm. got these things planned out. We're going to be talking about the best uh, thermal optics and night vision optics and all the right. categories. Uh, check those out. Stick around. We've got a bunch mm -hmm. of good shows uh, planned for you in the coming weeks. Uh, as Hans said, we do appreciate y'all coming back every week and, and watching the show. If you're a, a, a new viewer and you're just checking this out uh, because you're interested in the XRF, hey, that's awesome. But uh, feel free to subscribe to our channel and uh, hopefully you'll find some more content that interests you. Mm -hmm. We hope to see y'all again next week. But between now and then, y'all stay safe in the fields and keep making those bacon pancakes.